Hello, I'm Madeline Koningsberg, one of the editors-in-chief of The Cornelian. This is the second episode of The Cornelian podcast, and we'll be talking about the new first-year seminar, or as it is known to Cornell students, FYS. Uh, If you're interested in writing or being part of the podcast, please do not hesitate to reach out to us. Uh, Today, we've invited a few of uh, fellow students to tell us how they feel. So if you don't know what the first year seminar is, I'll give you a brief summary. Uh, The goal of the FYS is to provide Cornell students with an introduction to the block plan, as well as to explore different subject areas. Unlike a typical course, they dive into different topics such as math, politics, and writing, but it has faced a lot of criticism because faculty were assigned to teach outside their areas of expertise. Um, So imagine your history professor is teaching you physics. Others thought it was interesting that the college has come up with a course with all of these major subjects intertwined. So today we have invited a few of our students who feel differently about the FYS course. So please introduce yourselves. Hello, my name is Charlie Killypeg. I use they, them, or he, him pronouns, and I am the class of 2023. Hi, my name is Abby. I use she, they pronouns, and I am the class of 2024. Uh, hi, I am Madeline Strauss. I am also the class of 2023, and I use she, her, her pronouns. Um, I also use she, they pronouns. So we're going to dive right into the first half of our questions. This is for specifically Abby, as uh, you are a first year. Um, so you've had like kind of the second experience of this new FYS course. Um, so was your class online, in person, or um, hybrid? Uh, My class was almost entirely in person, and he did say we were one of the only classes that did that. How was was online class in general? Like, was any of the, because it was your first class and it was part online, um, how was it, like, doing that online with, like, the new college experience? Because I know that we use Moodle, and even I'm confused by Moodle. Uh, Mostly it was all right. The hardest part was that my roommate and I were in the same FYS. So then when we were both trying to be on Zoom, on the same Zoom in the same room, there would be like a lot of feedback and it'd be really hard to like understand what was going on. How do you think that online learning affected your FYS experience? I think it didn't really affect mine too much because we were mostly in person. I definitely think I had a better experience than a lot of people being in person. I definitely think the online did not help it. All right. Um, So now we're going to get into where everyone gets involved um, because obviously last year's FYS was not online because we didn't have COVID-19 happening. Um, So let's start with Madeline. Um, How how was it for you to like dive from one field into another field? um, Kind of like going back between them all and uh, do you think that the curriculum gave you enough time to process? I thought it was incredibly jarring and I don't think it gave us enough time especially because I mean there, there is a general knowledge on like some of these topics but I had a theater professor and so other than like the history which was um, this fleeting world and the uh, guard which was a um, collection of poetry and fun home is like none of the other stuff he really knew how to teach he's like I'm, I'm gonna get this professor involved and you can learn from him and it was very odd I didn't like the fact that our professor I, well, I didn't like the fact that FIS in general wasn't like strategized towards like a professor that actually knows how to teach all of these things and it felt really weird putting like your, what grade you're going to get on the basis of these teachers who basically never taught this before. Because last year was brand new and it was weird 
to think that they basically knew as much as we did on this curriculum. For, for more reference, um, Charlie and Madeline were the ones who experienced the um, second round of this new FYS where everyone is taught the exact same course. Um, so let's go to Charlie. Um, it'll be the same question. How was it for you to dive into one field and then dig deep into another the next day? And do you think that you've got enough time to process all the information? Just thinking about the course as a whole, I don't think I really retained any of the information. Um, but once again, I think that's just the nature of the block plan. And then at the beginning, Madeline, you uh, mentioned that uh, part of the FYS is to get students kind of acclimated to the nature of the block plan. And I'm not sure that this was, that the FYS was the best structure for being able to do that. I apologize, that's the train. Just thinking about um, how often we switched around subjects, a lot of times it was two different things in one day and then other times it was two or three days of one subject and then switching around. I don't think that was a very effective um, kind of jumping off uh, point for coming into this as a freshman. I definitely had a different set of expectations coming into Cornell at the very beginning. And then after FYS, I had an entirely different set of expectations. And then I went to my, um, I did a writing course after that and I got my butt kicked because of it. But I think speaking a little bit to what Madeline Strauss was saying, um, I think the difficulty with the course is that not every professor is proficient in every single one of the topics that was presented, which is fair because they, they work at this school teaching one specific field. Um, and that's what they're really, really good at. And so while they might have proficiency in other areas, they don't necessarily know a lot about or have particular strengths in every single other subject because they're not typically expected to. So um, for me, I had a music professor as my professor for FYS. And because of that, we had a really good time analyzing Fun Home. And we talked about the civil rights movement a little bit and talked a lot about um, Nina Simone and intersectionality in within the civil rights movement. But when it came down to analyzing Descartes and um, more of the physics aspects of it, I am not a physics person, so I was very lost, and so is my professor. That's very fair. Um, so Abby, how, how was it for you? Because I know that you had like a very positive experience with it. Um, so how did it feel to dive from one subject to the next? Um, and then did you have enough time to process all of it? Well, I know they cut a lot of the stuff down from last year to this year. So I do believe that this year's FYS was easier than the one in the past. And I also was able to understand like a lot of the underlying themes of what they were trying to do, because I think a lot of the information is not really connected. Like it doesn't, it's not obvious how it's connected and it's more about the deeper themes. And I think that they maybe don't always do the best job of communicating it. I also had, I had a, the head librarian as my professor. So he knows a lot about a lot of different subjects and he was able to help us with that because he had such a wide range of knowledge. And I think that definitely would have been very different if I had someone who had a more specialized field. Okay, um, let's just keep rolling with you, Abby. Um, so were the expectations communi 
communicated clearly for homework and tests and papers, like for showing your work, for proofreading, for final edits and drafts, um, anything like that? For my professor, they were. We had pretty clear expectations every day. He was also um, like relatively lenient, like he wasn't going to take a lot of arbitrary points off. Madeline, how um, were the expectations communicated clearly for um, anything that you had to do in class or out of it as homework or for tests or anything? Yes, I do think the expectations for us were definitely um, like clearly set out because um, the professor is very understanding. He's like, I'm not and I'll do, I, I'm going to do my, the best as possible, but if you don't get it, then it's like, it's not your fault. But I don't think the expectations for the professors were set out, like, at all, because with how they, like, graded, I know there was a, I mean, they tried, but they, there was a huge, like, difference between, like, what, how one professor graded and how a different professor graded, because it's, like, it's not going to all be the same with so many different professors teaching the course. I was lucky with who I got because he was a really great professor and he did his best and luckily I think I did pretty well in the class overall and got the basic understanding of it. Um, but I know some students weren't as lucky as I was. Okay, and then Charlie, that brings us to you. Um, were your expectations communicated, communicated clearly for everything that you guys did? I think I'm in the same boat as the other two. I had a pretty lenient professor who was relatively understanding and I think all of us, including the professor, came into the class with this understanding of, we've never done this before. We're kind of flying by the seat of the pants here. And he was also on the decision board for, I don't know how many faculty were, but he was on the decision board for um, making the choices and the structure of FIS as a whole. So I think that was part of the leniency there. Um, but in general, I'd say all of the expectations were pretty set out. Well, that is very heartening to hear. And I'm glad to, I'm glad to know that like everyone knew what, at least what they were supposed to do, which is very fun. Part of the reason for the same FYS and the same kind of basis of learning was that um, all students were to have like a fair collective um, learning and learning experience, especially in the first block as Cornell is deeply challenging. But they also wanted to have a fair and collective grading scale. So this kind of feeds into what Madeline was just talking about. So we'll go to you. Um, do you believe that you were graded fairly and why or why not? I do think I was graded fairly. I mean, I definitely think as having someone in the more fine arts department, he was more lenient towards like things that he didn't understand as much as like what was I because I'm a humanities major. Um, so like the physics stuff, it's like I didn't understand that one bit. Um, so with having him as the professor I had for FYS, it definitely was like it, it wasn't not fair, but it was like it was more charitable um, than this, in a sense than what uh, someone who is a regular physics teacher teaching FYS probably would have been. But it was fair to like my understanding and his understanding of the course as well. Okay, so Charlie, do you think that you were graded fairly um, and why or why not? Say so. I think, I don't know, I think it had its pros and its cons. I think ultimately looking at my grade and other uh, students' grades that were in my class, I think ultimately it reflects what we learned and what we took away, which kind of should be the goal of it. So I don't think we were necessarily graded one way or another versus um, in consideration of, well, you didn't really 
understand this subject, but that's okay. So it was more like, I know I understood that I did not understand the physics stuff, and that was reflected in the grade. That's that's very fair. And Abby, do you think that you were graded fairly, and why or why not? Um, I do think I was graded fairly. We had all of our midterms and our finals were graded by like a large group of faculty. They weren't just graded by our professor. And that kind of standardized it a bit. But I do think that hurt some people's grades because they were so used to having our professor who was kind of lenient that when part of their test was graded by somebody who was a much harsher grader, they got a lower grade than they were expecting. Yeah, I can imagine why that would like definitely affect your grade. Um, So Coral also stresses the importance of being lifelong learners um, and and specifically this FYS is like a relatively new class in curriculum since it's only been around for two years now and it's gone through major changes and before that it only had like I believe three sections of all the other FYSs that were being experimented on with kind of the same thing. Unfortunately we didn't get anyone to come talk about that which would have been absolutely fascinating because I know that a lot of them did not like it. But so as, it, as this has been like the second time that it's been offered, um, how did you feel about being taught by someone who wasn't an expert in um, everything that you were learning about? I, it's like, I didn't care that they weren't ex- an expert, but I wish that the um, professors would have at least, it wouldn't have been like their first time teaching this class. Cause it's like my grade is dependent on someone who doesn't know the course any better than I do. And I didn't feel comfortable with that, especially cause it's like, on the block plan things are so like it's very intense so it's like especially with things that professors don't know very well I didn't expect to get a great grade luckily I ended up with a B but it's like I wasn't comfortable with it and I didn't like the fact that that's how I was starting my career at Cornell or not career but like academic. So I definitely agree with Madeline there I didn't so much care that they weren't an expert on everything I think that was kind of humanizing in a sense, coming to college and realizing that nobody really knows what they're doing 100% of the time, Um, even professors. I think that was a very humanizing kind of neutralizing experience. But at the same time, again, like Madeline was saying, it was very obvious during multiple occasions that they were very much like trying things for the first time and kind of flying by the seat of their pants. Like we, we had a, um, a couple of days where they were trying out what was called, let's see if I can look it up. It's called the Pogel method, P-O-G-E-L maybe, P-O-G-I-L, which is process oriented guided inquiry learning, um, where we were basically split up into groups and given a packet with, like physics questions and math questions and various other science questions and we're told to solve them and it was a very frustrating and ultimately very unproductive experience um and the whole time we kind of kept asking our professor like what are we really doing and he kind of kept shrugging his shoulders like i don't i don't really know what we're doing we're just this is what's on the lesson plan for the day. So just keep struggling. I'm a music teacher. I don't know how to do molecular equations either. So it was very strange. And that was one of those moments of, I think I would have appreciated a professor that was more familiar teaching this exact content versus 
an expert on everything in the entire world. Yeah, I definitely feel like I had a very different experience because I had somebody who worked in the library so knows a lot about a lot of different subjects. And he also um, used to be a math teacher, so he was able to actually help us a lot with the math stuff. Um, The math, definitely, they didn't give like a lot of instruction for. They'd play like one 10-minute YouTube video and be like, let's go do some math. And it was like, it felt very like added on at the end. Like they just wanted to throw that in there so they had um they could say that they had done math yeah I can I can imagine that that would be very odd to like do all that because my FYS experience was very very different than anything else um because I had a philosophy course <laughs> never taken another philosophy course but I could not imagine going from philosophy to math to physics especially since I'm an English major that's not what I know so going off of that in a wildly different direction um, what was your most and least favorite part of FYS? From me, it is, I did really enjoy the, uh, well, I enjoyed the philosophy aspect, even though Descartes is whack, um, but I'm minoring in philosophy, so I've taken five more philosophy classes since then, um, well, five philosophy courses since then, so I and really enjoyed that, but I also really enjoyed Native Guard, which was about, um, it was like poetry kind of written from the experience and perspective of slaves or former slaves um, right after the um, Civil War and like their experience directly following it. So I really enjoyed that because I'm also an English lit major. And so I enjoy really anything reading. Those are the most or the aspects I enjoyed. Plus, that was those were the aspects that the professor was able to describe and teach the best, I guess. Yeah, I would say kind of jumping onto that, um, because my professor was a music professor. The um, probably the best unit of our class was when we read Fun Home. I've always been a fan of graphic novels, and Fun Home is one of the most kind of renowned, notable ones in its in its field. It's kind of considered this very big trailblazer and I never read it before so it was very cool to be able to read it and then be able to speak to it and we um, had a couple of like all class gatherings with every other student in our grade um, where we had these like discussions and panels and it was really engaging and then probably my least favorite was the the Pogel incident that I mentioned before. (laughs) Yeah, I also, Fun Home was definitely my favorite part. I really liked that we got to actually watch the musical. I I thought it was really cool and a really, an interesting way to show something both like through graphic novel and through musical. I also really liked the physics. I know a lot of people didn't, but I liked how it wasn't just taught as straight up science. I liked kind of storytelling aspect that they used to it. And then my least favorite part was, like, I enjoy math, but that was not really explained at all. We were just kind of given a worksheet and told to run with it. On also that note, what was the most and least useful part of the FYS experience? And it can be like a resource that you learned about or um, like a teacher that you really connected with or like even just like basic knowledge. Like I kind of feel like I would have appreciated the physics part because I've never taken physics. And I feel like that would have been somewhat useful to have in my brain. It probably would be gone by now, but it probably would have been fun to have in there for a bit. Um, I definitely thought like the most useful part 
was just like all the amount of reading that we did. Um, I think it like prepared us for like later in the block plan. You have to do like a lot of reading every single night. I think some of the least useful stuff that we did was the stuff that was like how to learn and how to take notes. I understood why it was there, but I don't think it was really given to us in an effective way. I don't think being like, oh, just don't highlight is like the most effective way to teach that. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, The note-taking stuff was a lot less helpful for me. I can't remember. Oh, um, we wrote a paper on Tanisi Coates' letter to my son, and that was a really formidable experience for me. Um, I'm from Minneapolis, um, where a lot of uh, police brutality stuff happens very regularly. And coming to this very tiny town in Iowa, um, as a person of color, I was very worried about just the general vibe of it, even though it's this very liberal art school. It's, it was something that I was still not really sure about. And so having this article and having this opportunity to reflect on my own white passing white privilege and then having the opportunity to make others also do the same, I think was something really powerful. And then in that experience, I also got used to going to the writing center and talking through my paper with someone and figuring out how to improve it. I don't think I have a a low per se. I think some things were just not super useful and those things have been erased from my mind since then. Yeah, I definitely think my um, thing that was the most useful what Abby said about like kind of teaching us what the block plan kind of would be like because it's like after that I jumped into philosophy and so it was oh it was very useful to know like oh this is the amount of work you're going to be doing every night and it's like kind of acquainting myself with that because it was definitely different than what I experienced in high school and then my, my least favorite part or the part that was least helpful was the um was the physics I am not planning on taking any science classes beyond what, or math classes, what is beyond what is required to graduate. And I'm going to take the easiest stuff that is offered because I do not process science and math in a helpful way. So that kind of was just like the least helpful for me because of what I'm planning on doing with my life and what I'm majoring in in college. And also like, I haven't used physics since then or um, the quantum reasoning stuff that that was awful how different is the I know this is going to like reach back into your memory a little bit but um, how different is the current course you're taking right now from the FYS it's actually not that different so uh, right now I'm in a decolonizing Latinx graphic narratives class which considering fun home especially it's it feels a lot like coming full circle. So we kind of very briefly discussed graphic novels and graphic narratives as a format within FYS. And then, of course, we dove deeper into the discussion. Um, But taking this uh, decolonizing Latinx graphic narratives class, I didn't realize how formidable Fun Home was uh, just to the genre and to the study of graphic narratives. So it was really eye-opening and very fulfilling. I think a lot of, well, this year, first and second year students spend a lot of time kind of bagging on the first year seminar. And I've 
definitely been one of those people from time to time, but I think this is one of the examples of it really succeeding. So I was able to jump into this class and be like, fun home, I know it, Alison Bechtel, let's go. Here are a bunch of cool facts. I understand comics as a form, let's do this. So it made me really excited. Um, right now, I think the class I'm taking, it it's not too different. I've My second ball class was definitely more different from the FYS. I think that the understanding of like different perspectives that we did gain from the FYS is really helpful in what I'm doing right now. I'm taking um, sociology 101. So it's learning like a lot about what different people feel. And I do feel like that was emphasized in the FYS. Yeah, for me, it is quite wildly different. I am in philosophy 309, which is existentialism. And both the format of the class, like what we're doing, because we have no tests at all. We have an essay that is worth more than 40% of our grade and three or four smaller essays that are worth 75 points each. So it's wildly different. And also like the subject material and the way the professor will teaches um, is very different. And I mean, it's not really prepared me for it all. I play as a student. Um, because like Descartes isn't in this philosophy um, that I'm learning right now, and it is very different, I guess is all you can really say. I don't really see there as though there are any similarities between FYS and the class I'm currently in. Do any of you feel like you were adequately prepared for um, Cornell courses, which are 18 days of just one subject, deep dive into it, um, and then you move on to the next one for anyone who doesn't understand what we're talking about but um do you think that your fys prepared you for that um not at all not one bit um i know that the whole kind of like thing of fys was to i mean not just even like the um like the variety of topics but the the goal of the fys class this kind of altogether form of it was to prepare us for the block plan and like to learn and to acquaint us with learning on this block uh, on the block plan. I don't think it really did that at all because it was like it felt so jumbled and jumping from one a subject to another is not really what the block plan is. It's when within the same subject but jumping very focused on it and intensely like learning this um, subject. So I didn't think it really prepared me for it at all especially jumping into really difficult classes directly after FIS. It's like, woo, that was easy compared to this. Yeah, I would say, I don't know. I guess I think of, because I took my writing course directly after my FIS course, I tend to think about them kind of in conjunction with each other. And I think that's a really important and beneficial track for students to take is to take one right after the other like that. Because I think looking back on it, FIS definitely helped me with the more social aspects of college. So meeting other students, um, getting used to asking for help from faculty and professors and utilizing the various resources on campus. The kind of the student, the more of the student success portion of that was, I felt more emphasized or at least more um, directly beneficial to what I actually use right now. And then the um, writing course felt more academically challenging and more academically preparing us for the block plan as a whole. So it was one subject and it was writing papers and it was 
focusing in on this one thing and everybody signed up for this class and wanted to be there for it. And I think that's more reflective of what the block plan is and what Cornell is. Yeah, I mean, I did the same thing. I did my writing course immediately after, and I do think that did help. I also, the the thing about the FYS is that everyone is taking it, so it does help you talk to people because you have something in common that you can relate to anyone in your class. And I do think that that was helpful and makes it easier to just like start a conversation with someone. Yeah, so part of the reason for like the common FYS as well as like getting everyone on the same groundwork for um, general education coming into college um, was to kind of keep first years together um, as like they have something to talk about and complain about because you always complain about class even if you like it. So do you think that the FYS, the, the common FYS accomplished that and how so? I think especially in the class of uh, 2023, we very much accomplished that. Kind of like what Abby was saying, you could really just walk up to somebody and start talking about it. In my experience, that walking up to people was talking about how much we disliked it. But nonetheless, it was still something to talk about. And I think that was really helpful. And some of the other student success components were also really helpful with that. But I think that's a further question that I'll get into later. I do think it was successful in kind of bonding people together, but I I do think this year especially it was probably less successful than the past. And I don't believe that's the fault of the FYS. I think that's just like the situation that we're currently in. So it was like harder to talk to people and harder to make friends just because everyone's so like confined to themselves right now. So do you think that having the common FYS um, go over like different general education um, helps people like prepare for further gen ed requirements that Cornell has because Cornell has a math requirement and a science requirement um, and a writing course um, as well as like several others for like everyone? I don't know that it really prepared us for like, especially if you're like a humanities major, like it didn't really prepare you to go into like any further math or anything because they just don't really focus on it. And I understand why it doesn't fit as well in with like the themes that they're trying to talk about, but they're just trying to like cover all the bases. But I don't really think it prepared us for like math or science quite as well as it did for more discussion based classes. Yeah, I would agree with that. I definitely didn't, I mean, I haven't taken really that many required classes outside of my major and, and or minor. So I don't know about like for the physics or the quantitative reasoning, which is math. Um, it's like, I don't know about those, but I definitely don't feel prepared for whenever I do have to take those classes, which will probably be next year because it's definitely not this year because next semester I'm taking all my language courses and an English course but I don't feel prepared at all I mean prepared for my majors either I mean maybe my minor because it's philosophy personally I don't think so I think um I think the general discussion based format of FIS is really important to kind of nail down and then like I was saying earlier just the general social aspects. So working with other students and then communicating with professors. But I think overall, it doesn't, I didn't really feel any more prepared to take my science and math requirements. But, you know, I was ultimately 
glad that I had to take a science and math requirement here. I took a, um, an HIV AIDS course, History of HIV and AIDS, for my science requirement, and it was a super fulfilling class, and it was, I did not do well in it, but I enjoyed the material. And I think that's something that makes Cornell a little bit unique. It's less of like science 101, and it's more about connecting it to the real world and making it interesting. So would that mean that like, was the FYS like more discussion based than like lecture based, would you say? I would say it's about half and half based on what I remember. Maybe 60, 40 or 70, 30 kind of leaning towards discussion. Um, Okay, so you've all taken FYS and you've gone through the common one. Um, So congrats on getting through that. Honestly, every every time a block ends, it's just a little celebration that just needs to happen. So um, how do you think that it's changed since you've taken it? And this is more specifically skewed towards Madeline and Charlie. All right, Abby, you can definitely chime in, but like it has changed a lot since they took it. I mean, obviously, I don't know what exactly the change is because I haven't taken the class since I've taken it. Um, <laughs> um, like... Obviously, they um, what Abby said was they've changed it um, since last year when it was like the first universal kind of thing before the year before, which was the test run. Um, but it's like I don't exactly know what they have done, but I can imagine they definitely, um, with the professors being having actually taught it before, they were more confident in the matter and were able to, I guess, actually teach it better and have a background in it a bit. and But I think they probably definitely trimmed down the unnecessary things, like the quantitative reasoning is like, I can't imagine that they kept that. Yeah, I think at this point, um, both Madeline and I are kind of just regurgitating what we've heard Abby say. Um, from my understanding, it seems a lot more centered and focused. And then also um, following kind of the resurgence of the Black Lives Matter movement after the um, the murder of George Floyd, I think, is something that President Brand mentioned in an email in June or July um, that they would be recentering on a little bit more. So I was really happy to hear about that. I think there's a lot more focus on the this new sort of core curriculum that Cornell is focusing on as well. So one of our uh, final questions is, um, what did you think of the student success component? But um, I unfortunately don't know what that is. So if you guys could define it in your own terms and then like describe what um, you thought about it, that would be fantastic. So my understanding of the student success component was it was basically about um, getting students involved on campus and familiarizing them with the various resources on campus. In my opinion, it was a lot more extended than it needed to be, but there were aspects of it that I really appreciated and really learned a lot from. So last year in the before time, before COVID, we had <laughs> we had an activities fair um, where a bunch of student organizations got together on the OC and uh, it, was an, it was a requirement of first years to attend it and I think write about two or three organizations that they were considering being involved in or ones that they were just generally interested in. And I think that was the beginning of my my journey with the Rough Riders, uh, which was a lovely experience. 
And then also just generally familiarizing myself with other groups on campus and other resources. I don't think I would have attended as many um, union meetings as I did last year or gotten into the art interest group if it hadn't been for this FYS requirement. So while it also gave us students another thing to kind of grumble to each other about, it was also really helpful and it pushed us to get engaged. Through basically for our class, we had to continue doing these various success components and I think it was like one to three page reflections on how our block went, uh, how we're doing mentally, socially, academically. And um, we had to continue doing those for, I think, the first three or four blocks of the school year. And after the first block, it did not feel necessary. It didn't feel worth it. But the sheer amount of relief of finally completing all of these assignments, and then we had this sort of big class banquet where we stuffed these little rams, the sheer amount of relief in never having to do it again. It was momentous. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is dragging out way more. Like, I'm still not done with it. We still have to finish it. And it's like, oh, you just randomly get reminded. You don't want to, like, go back to it when you're trying to focus on the class that you're currently in. And I also do think the student success component was very ineffective this year just because we really can't get involved and we're there's not really anything we can do about it. Like we didn't have an activities fair. We just, but we just did like the reflection about like, um, like descriptions off the website. It makes it very hard for it to seem worthwhile when we like really can't get involved at all. And I don't think they really adapted it very well for this year. Yeah, I definitely agree with Charlie that it went on way too long. It's like it was in the third block at that point. It's just like, can we can we just be done, please? And also, to to me, I viewed it as a little bit different. I thought it was more of like a support kind of thing, just to like kind of support these freshmen um, into like the third block, which is appreciative, but they went about it the entirely wrong way. It's, it's like more of like a stressor than like actually getting support for like, and um, having like this kind of commonality with all these other students because they ha- did go through FYS with you. So it was definitely, I don't think, I mean, I thought that was helpful to a certain extent, but to the extent that they took it, I didn't think it was helpful at the very end. It's like, I just want this to be over. Okay, so the the last question is overall, how was your FYS experience? I don't think I would change it. It had its ups and its downs, as we've all talked about for the past hour. Um, But ultimately, it was this formidable experience, and it was our own experience. And I think that really united us as a class. Um, And it's still something that I talk about when I don't have anything else to talk about. I can complain about it as much as I want, and other students will reciprocate um and you know at the end of the day like i said before there's also obvious um benefits to it too which i think helped me become a better student and become a little bit more acclimated at cornell it was good eight out of ten yeah i agree 
that I wouldn't change my FYS experience. While I did not enjoy it very much at all, maybe like a two out of ten, <laughs> honestly. Um, I would. I mean, I didn't enjoy it at all, but I wouldn't change it just because it's like definitely acclimated me towards um, like what I am as a who I am as a student right now. But I wish that it would not be inflicted on future students. Because, like, what happened <laughs> with the test run where there was, like, three or four groups of it um, back in who are now juniors, um, it's, like, they tried so hard to not have this be put into the curriculum, and parents complained, they complained, and the school didn't listen. So I, I just wish that the school would do something else um, and not inflict this kind of is not very beneficial in every way type thing onto students because I didn't think it was super beneficial. Yeah, I definitely think like it became a uniting factor for the class, but just maybe not in the way that the school intended. Like it became a negative thing that everybody was able to bond over. But mostly I had a pretty good experience. I really liked most of the readings. I thought they were really interesting and like it made me feel like maybe college was going to be like more interesting than high school had been and um we could like learn about things that were more important to us and interesting to us um but I I don't know that I would necessarily change it except maybe just like not in a year with COVID but that's not really in our control (laughs) Yeah, that's uh thank you. Thank you all so much for sharing um your thoughts and your experiences. Um we all at the Cornellian really appreciate your time and your genuineness and your honesty. Um so those are all of the questions and uh if you have any closing remarks to say about the FYS or um anything in general, um now is the time. Thank you guys so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you for inviting me because I know Angel was looking for some more people and I volunteered, but thank you for letting me volunteer.